0: Welcome to our podcast, Digi Nomas. Hi, I'm Fatima Zuniga.
1: And hi, I'm Mike. Nice to have you on board to listen to our podcast. Okay, hi, Digi Nomas listener. Today we have Miguel. So, Miguel and I, we met in one of the lots of shots uh, about digital nomads here in Madrid. And after I'm asking him, if you wanna be considered to be guest on our podcast, and then after a while, thankfully he accepted. So please, Miguel, <laughs> introduce yourself.
2: Hello, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for for inviting me to this this podcast.
1: Okay, so Miguel, um, uh, when we had our chat, and also we had a meeting in the past. So you told me about the story that you are a software developer and yeah. you had a project in Malta. So and yeah. I told you I was also in Malta for a while and so please uh, tell us how was your experience in Malta.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm a software developer and I been be able to to be um, be um I've been able to work and to travel at the same time. And now it's what I've done in Malta. Um, at the morning, at the mornings, I, I was working as a programmer. But the cool thing uh, when you are uh, working and traveling is that when you finish your, your shift, your work time, uh, you can explore uh, a new country for for a lot of time. And I've been there, for example, for a month. So it's not like you are um, traveling for holidays, maybe uh, three, four days, not at all. Uh, you can live the um, the experience of living there, uh, like the... Um, uh, the people who actually is from that country uh, you can uh, go to a lot a lot of places in a relaxed way a uh, relaxed way um for example there uh, in Malta there are uh, very beautiful uh, landscapes uh very um also beautiful beaches um where you can see the sunset and you can Um, go hiking and also um, incredible cities. Um, Actually, um, interesting fact um, is that in Malta was recorded the first seasons of Game of Thrones because the the towns are like very, very medieval age eh, with, I don't know, it's like... um, Uh, The vibes there are are incredible, like old houses with horses and I don't know. Malta is uh, completely incredible. I recommend to everybody to go there uh, if they can for for a weekend or for a few days. But if um, they can do it, uh, go there for one or two months uh, because you will not get bored there. There are a bunch of things to do.
1: So Fatima, you was ever in Malta?
0: No, I have. Uh, I haven't been there. But uh, well, actually, I I wanted to be there because uh, it sounds really good, Miguel. And well, uh, first of all, thank you so much for stay here and and for sharing all this with us because well, actually, we haven't had have a a guest with that profession about programmers. So. I really like actually that uh profession because it was uh one of the the first uh kind of yeah profession that uh, you can work remotely you know even before the pandemic because now uh with the pandemic and all these uh sha- cha- changes sorry uh there are more uh careers that they can also work remotely but i'm really happy that you can share with us this experience and yeah, definitely. I need to go to, to Malta. And Miguel, uh, another question that I have for you. Uh, yeah. uh, as as I mentioned before on this podcast, we're trying to, to share a lot of ideas, a lot of experience. Maybe also well, we can share with them some tools or some advices in order they can have a, an amazing uh Digital nomad, you know, experience. So yeah, you mentioned that, that maybe one of the, uh, uh advantage to stay working remotely is that you can make like a uh, balance with your life because you yeah. can do whatever you want and you can stay there and then you just use your time, uh, for work and then you for working and then you can go hang out and, and then enjoy, you know, wherever you, you are. So, uh, what else? Are you doing right now as digital nomad, Miguel? I mean, um, you you are traveling uh, and moving to a lot of places, or what do you usually do with this uh, kind of lifestyle?
2: Um. Yeah, I think I'm not like uh, the um, the typical. Um, you know, uh, trending YouTube videos, digital nomads, that they are like with the laptop working on the beach, but uh, just traveling from one country to another. But um, I really, really love um, traveling. So even though I am by the moment, I'm always going back uh, coming back to to Spain uh, to see my family, my friends. Um uh I'm planning travels uh, almost all the time because yeah it's uh I feel an, an incredible experience uh, to discover new cultures, new new places, new people. Um and and you need to travel for that, for example. This this last year, uh, I've been living for ar- at least two weeks in in four places. Uh, for example, I've been in in Elche um, for two weeks. That's in in Spain at the east of Spain. Um, then uh, I also I've been also living uh, for two weeks in Copenhagen. Um, uh, because I have a friend there and, and I wanted to stay there for for a, a little while. Um, and then I went uh, two months and a half to Lima in, in Peru. And yeah, after that, uh, a few months in Spain. And then I went to, to Malta. Um, and I feel like um, every of these places, teach me something new, and I met uh, incredible people in in every country I travel, and it's like, um, I don't know, it's like you grow up so much faster, like you learn a lot every time, and you um, uh, discover a lot of things of yourself, uh, because you... Um, you live a lot of different experience when you travel than you can't even imagine when you are just in, in Madrid, for example, eh, uh, or in your, in your, where you used to live. So yeah, that's the, be, one of the best things about being programmer and, and having a work that allows you to, um, to to go around the, the world. I think it's not necessary to be programmer. You can um, you can adapt any work to to be online, as the as the pandemic teaches.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, that is what I mentioned before that I have a lot of friends that they are also programmers, and uh, before the pandemic, they can do that that uh do that story. and then now there are a lot of uh different professions that are doing this, so yeah I think we can adapt to that and it's amazing and just like the well the uh, the last question regarding to that Miguel, yeah, uh what do you do for to make networking on that new place that you're travelling to? what do you do usually to go just to a bar? Or just to a park, and then just started, uh, you know, like <laughs> like talking with a lot of people. Or what do you usually do with that?
2: Yeah, that's very interesting question because I used to ask that to myself in the past, and it's uh, yeah, it was one of my my fears when when before traveling, uh, like. The thought of, yeah, I'm going to be there alone. I don't know. I'm not going to know what to do. Uh, uh, Yeah. Um, So now that I've traveled, uh, now that fears are, like, solved. uh, Because I realized that when you travel, you are very, very open to know uh, to get to know new people and to meet new people. Um, And also there are a lot of people traveling uh, that want to meet you as much as you want to meet them. So uh, there are um, a bunch of ways to um, to meet people, Uh, for example. in Malta, Malta is a cool place to to start because um, it's very. Uh, there are a lot of people doing Erasmus. That I I think that's a thing. Uh, uh from yeah, from Europe. Uh, but uh, maybe if we have listeners in Latin America or in other places, it's like in Europe you can get like. Um, eh uh, like um uh, your university pay you some money to to travel um and and study in in another country and then eh uh, you can be a few months uh, maybe maybe doing the internship or maybe just going to the university in in another european con- uh, country yeah so eh uh, when i was in malta Uh, my friends um, were doing Erasmus, almost all of them. Um, That was very cool because um, Erasmus moment um, is like a a time in your life where you just uh, think about enjoying and about doing crazy things. And even if I was not in, in Erasmus, I could feel that vibe with them. And and yeah, how I met pe- uh, people in in Malta. Uh, for example, there are uh, a lot of like meetups um, w- where you can join, and they uh, they are made to talk f- with foreign people. So uh, you just go to a place where uh, there are a bunch of people talking. You join a group and you just start talking with them about uh, some, any topic that is on your head or whatever they are talking. Um, I, I did that uh, a couple of days, a couple of days, and I met uh, a lot of different people with, uh, different, different and very interesting lives. Uh, but my, My my close friends uh, from there. uh, I met them very randomly. Uh, I was just the first week. I um, I took that week took that week for myself, and I was yet having walks with my music and seeing every morning. I I um, uh, entered in Google Maps. I um look around Malta in maps. I looked for that those points where you can see a um photo camera and then I went there to discover what was there. So that was my first week and in one of those travels that I was doing on my own uh, there was um um guy and a girl just sit there uh Taking pictures uh, with a tripod, um, and I just asked them something about photography, like, yeah, um, you think uh, this place is like a good place for taking pictures or something like that. It was stupid, but uh, we we started to talk, and then uh, we uh, we went back together to the um, um, to our home because. Uh, we live uh, more or less near of each other. Malta is not very big, so everybody lives near. Um, so in the bus, we, we kept talking and talking and talking. And then they uh, introduced me to their group of friends. And I, the rest of the week, uh, the rest of the month, I, um, uh, I was with those friends for the yeah for the whole time and we did um very incredible things like uh going to the beach together going hiking um and I don't know clubbing and uh, going party all together and i it was very cool also one of my best friends there eh uh, was uh, a girl that i met on my on my Airbnb it was an Airbnb uh, with um that it was rented by room. So I had one room and there was a like six rooms, I guess. Uh, so you can meet any people all the time because people came and go. Um, mm-hmm. And it was very, very cool because you can, um, for example, I talked with a guy from Egypt, a, a Polish guy, an Indian guy. There was a, a lot of cultures in that Airbnb, but I met... Um, and that, that, um, and she, uh, we get along. We got along very well with each other. And yeah, uh, she was uh, also one of my best friends uh, there in Malta. The key is like not thinking about talking with people. Just, just do it. Uh, and if you start thinking like, uh, what, uh, what are going to. Um, like maybe I ask something and it's stupid or maybe uh, we don't get along with each other and is is uncomfortable or um, any of those uh, thoughts, uh, you are not going to talk with them. So not think, just talk with them, uh, ask them uh, about their lives, um, get to know how they think, how they... Um, see the life because every culture has their own way to see the life. So it's one of the most beautiful things that you can do when you are traveling, meeting people.
1: Okay, Miguel. So you know that I was also in Malta for a while. So now yeah. I have to ask you where you actually stayed in Malta. You mentioned you had an Airbnb in which little city, or you was in Valletta. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was in a little, like, I don't know if, like, a little district called Cormi. It's not very well known, uh, because it's not like uh, Valletta or Islema. It's not like the most touristic place to stay, but it was more or less close to Valletta. So it was, um, it was cheap and it was very nice and very, very comfortable to be there. I don't know if you know Cormi
1: No, I was, uh, you know, the other islands, Gozo, I was in, yeah. like, in a tourist town. I mean, and that was wow. for me to talk about my experience. It was not cheap and it was also, I had a first a place direct on the beach, so I went out, I could see to, to a, a restaurant and And it was also a lot of tourists. But I was there in COVID time, so that was an interesting story. But another question, not so much about me, was which language you actually used when you connected with the people?
2: (laughs) It's funny because I should say English because when you are traveling, you must speak English. But in Malta, I was... Uh, I don't know if I was lucky or unlucky, but <laughs> everybody
0: there,
2: uh, everybody that I knew speak Spanish. Uh, because uh, there was a lot, a lot, but a lot of people from Colombia. Also, there was a lot of uh, Spanish people doing their smooth thing. Um, so yeah, my, my group of friends were everybody Spanish. and um, yeah, actually, uh, when I went to Malta, I said to my parents like "Yeah, I'm going there for practicing a lot my English and improving a lot my English um I'm not going to talk Spanish at all, and then I got there and I met a lot of Spanish people, and yeah, I practice a bit, but uh, not as as much as I would like, but I enjoy it. I really enjoy a lot, so it's it's very worth but if you want to travel, um, try to learn a bit, a bit of English uh, to be able to interact with other people.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think actually that was something that I mentioned to Mike because I I met Mike also there in Madrid. So uh, I was there actually last year during two or three months, and then uh, one of the most amazing things that I found there is that there is really like international environment, you know. So it's like. Yeah. You can meet a lot of people around the world and definitely that is the uh, maybe the, the most important language, you know, that you can like interact with the other people. But mm-hmm. I could find that there in Spain, there are like just a few people that speak uh, English, you know, <laughs> Even for yeah. me, it was like, oh, come on, because I was really shy. And and maybe now I'm a little bit better than than that time because I've been practicing more. But, uh, uh, when I was there, I was also like scared about my, you know, like, oh, I was shy and I didn't know how to do it. And, and, and at the end, I could see that there were a lot of people that they didn't practice, uh, or they didn't want to like to, yeah, you know, like to use that language because they, yeah, they, they, it wasn't like common because most of the people that, that is there is because they, yeah, they know how to speak Spanish or even the, the, foreign people they 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 were like trying to learn spanish you know so it's fine but yeah at the end i think uh if you try to at least as you said like if you just try to 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 speak it doesn't matter if you do it like perfectly or not at the end is you know it's gonna it's gonna work if they can understand i remember when i started with mike he just told me uh uh, like he used to start uh, speaking and I can understand you, and that's it. And then I continue, and I continue, and I continue, and at some point, you're going to be better. So that's it, you know, but definitely uh, also I can say that that is one of the most important things. If you want to even, Miguel, that you are in that profession, and you know that if you know how to speak English, even just for to communicate with, uh, with your team, for example, in that job, You're going to get a better job if you can speak English, right? So I think this is a really, really important skill that we can like share with them that they can practice. I don't know in Malta that you say that you meet a lot of people that they just speak Spanish, but in Malta, for example, there were a lot of spaces that where you can do that, like uh, meetings, uh, like, you know, like uh, you can create even groups. For just practicing your your English or even more languages, so yeah, I I, I agree with uh, with what you said, but yeah, definitely, I think it's something that everyone uh needs to do if we wanna like kind of grow and and also like uh extend our networking, you know. But yeah, definitely, Miguel.
2: Yeah, I think learning English is one of the best investment that you can do with your time because it opens you a lot of doors uh, for for enjoying uh, and for working it's like very useful for all the um, uh, all the parts of your life
1: okay so i want to say something about english so i was lucky that my other than my mother my next language after my mother tongue was english and i i worked also for a long time in it and i'm still doing well, maybe in a different fashion right now but i mean for me at that time a couple of years <laughs> a long time ago actually english was to understand it because all the software companies uh there was a u.s and and so but that changed also in the last couple of years there are many software companies a lot of good software companies also in spain and also even in latin america so it's changed a little bit but um before we close i want to say something about malta because malta is very special because first of all a lot of italian people and italian people (laughs) they understand spanish i mean and on (laughs) the other side there's the influence of of the Arabic language. So they have their own language, Maltese, what is like a mix of Arabic and Italian. So just a fact.
2: Yeah. uh Maltese language is so crazy.
1: <laughs> yes, not crazy, just unique.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's very, very difficult to understand because of that part, the, the Arabic part. Uh, But yeah, luckily, they uh, they speak also English. So no problem with going to Malta.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, Miguel. So thank you very much. But we have to come for an end because it's like kind of time bomb. (laughs) Yeah. um, So thank you for joining us. And um, I want to say that was our connection that you said, oh, I have to go to Malta and I worked there. So thanks again to joining us. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I want to make a kind of official statement, uh, this will be our last episode chapter of <gasps> season one, but wow. we, we, we are getting planning for season two and it will be even more exciting, okay? <laughs> and I hope, and I hope, yeah. maybe in the future we could invite you back
2: again. Uh, yeah, for sure, I enjoyed a lot being here. I think uh, this podcast is a really beautiful pro- project because uh people can um get to know another people with other experience and a lot of different interesting topics so so keep going with it. I feel glad uh, you invited me in the last episode. Oh,
0: thank, thank you, you so much Miguel yeah nice to. It, it was a pleasure. Uh, to stay here with you Miguel and I hope that we can meet uh, later in in our digital nomad lifestyle you know so yeah definitely need to go to Malta so I'm gonna be really happy (laughs) there so nice to meet you Miguel and thank you so much for your time and see you definitely in in another chapter and thank you everyone for listening bye-bye bye-bye thank you